Hey guys, um, it's your host, Alicia Latoya, and you're back to another episode of the Black Create Connect podcast uh, with myself. And um, I've got a very, I feel like I've got an incredibly gifted um, and talented special guest with me today. He's a mental health advocate. He's also an artist as well and a TED Talk speaker. Give up for Shoka. In the building. Shocker, what's going on? I'm so good. Thanks yeah. yeah. No worries. Do you know what? So just for context, yeah. guys, so I <laughs> I met Shocker at an event like maybe like a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. Yeah. About a month ago. How did you find out about that about, um, about that event? Oh, uh, what's her name? Ray. Ray, I don't know who that is. No, I don't know. So there's a girl called Ray. She actually puts on the event. Oh, I see. And she okay. Hit me up saying, "Do you want to come and perform at the event?" Okay. And I literally just came out of hospital. I remember she, you said. When she asked me. So I was like, you know, I was feeling a bit. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. So I was like, I want to get back in the flow of it. So I was like, yeah, yeah let me do it. Yeah. And then I came down and had, this is how this connection happened. Yeah. So happen, yeah. yeah. Honestly, like just for context, everyone. Like when I saw when I saw you at the show, like I said, and um, you went on stage. I had no intentions of even networking with, <laughs> with people there, by the way. Yeah. But I'm all about um, what I what I kind of get drawn to and what I feel like would be um, an interesting story and an interesting experience to share. Mm-hmm. And when you kind of shared your experience and your journey, I was like almost in tears. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so deep. Yeah. And then I was with my boy Ray, and um, I was like, who is this guy? He's so good. He's like, you don't know who Shocker is. You don't know. <laughs> you, come on, man. You know who Shocker is. I said, you know that I'm out the loop with everything. Yeah. Like I don't I don't really pay attention too much. But um, but yeah, I guess for those who don't know who you are, let's let's go back to the history of like yes. where how Shocker started. Tell us. So um, your boy Ray probably knew me from a group called Marvel. Yeah. I was in a grime group with Marvel for like six years, and mm. like we literally was like the voice of our generation. So he's probably how old is he? Ray Ray's twenty nine. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So I'm thirty three. So what were, some, what, what were some of the songs that you guys did um, like, now, that, you, that, that you we might know? know. I, you seem like someone that was into like R&B. And like, <laughs> I was. Your, the ashes. I can just, just see it. I can just feel it. I feel like you're into like your ashes. Say my name. Say yeah, my yeah, name. Yeah, you was over there. <laughs> that, that so was you probably, um, I feel like the respect for the UK scene has just come like recently. Recently, yeah. Everyone's yeah. locked in. But them yeah. times, girls weren't really. Nah. You know you had the grime girls, but yeah. like, the majority wasn't really. No, but I felt. I thought back then that I was into grime because I listened. But you probably knew the big ones like Kano. Or like, yeah, do you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, like yeah. But like, um, yeah. So our biggest song was a song called Marvel Music. Okay, how does it go? It goes um, since we stepped on the scene, the lights went. Nah, you know. <laughs> we had a song called Marvel Music. We had a mixtape though called Marvel FM. And okay. That's what got everyone locked in because okay. we couldn't get onto the radio. Right. Can I swear on this? Do feel free to be who you want to be. That's but yeah, is that my phone? We couldn't, we couldn't get onto the radio, so we thought, oh, fuck this. We're going to make our mm. own radio station. So we made this mixtape called Marvel FM. Which right, is like, okay. She's just saying, this is our thing. She's saying, right. they let us in. And then everyone just gravitated towards it. Okay. Everyone was locked in. So we made Marvel FM 1 put that out for free. That got like 5,000 downloads. Okay, that's good. For the first... At the time... Um, we didn't know how big it was because you couldn't physically see the people. Yeah, yeah. Like your friend Ray, that's probably the first time we've like ran into each other after all these years. Yeah. Been listening to us. So we just thought 5,000 downloads was the norm. Yeah. Because we came out in the era where like Chipmunk was out. Yeah, I remember. He had Oopsie Daisy and he was killing it. And yeah, yeah. Tiny. So that was like the norm to us. And then 
we put out Marvel Fan 2, that got 10,000 downloads, and then Marvel Fan 3, and then we met Drake. That's when How was that? That was like, he wasn't Drake of today though. Yeah, like what, yeah, what, what was the setting? How did you meet him? So we was recording in a studio called Metropolis. In so London? In London, okay. it's in Chiswick. So whenever these American artists come to London, they go to Metropolis. It's like okay. everyone goes there to record. Oh, is it? So okay. there's always someone big in there. Like the week before he came in there, Lady Gaga was in there. And right. Eminem and Cheryl Cole. So we're used to seeing people in there. So can anyone book in there? No, no, you can't. It's like, oh, it's, that's exclusive. Not, it's exclusive. Okay. But the guy that was in my group was a director. Right. He used to shoot video. He was like a director that was signed to Metropolis. Ah, oh, So I see. when we weren't doing nothing, we used to go see him just to like piss chill. him off and chill. <laughs> and then, so yeah. we're coming in and Drake's sitting on the stairs having a cigarette. And we, and we was Drake just, smokes at the time. He didn't look like a smoker at the time. <laughs> but at yeah, the time. he does smoke, by the way. But um, him and his producer Forty was like having a little cigarette. Mm. Maybe it was Forty having a cigarette. You might be right. Maybe mm. it was Forty having a cigarette, and we was just listening to successful Trey songs. Okay. Because that's the song he had out. That was his yeah, song yeah. he had out. And we was walking past him, and then we skirted back, and we was like Drake, and he's like, "Yo, what up, man?" Like, was like, "We doing here?" He's like, "I'm just riding with Rihanna." Was like, "Rihanna's it?" So that's what Aww. I always not even I regret it now because I feel like everything happens for a reason, and I feel like I'm gonna see him again. Yeah, you will. I will. I will. We're putting like, out there. Yeah, 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 we're gonna cross paths again, and I'm yeah. happy I got that footage of when we met, so I can show. Oh, them. you got a picture? So like, yeah, no, yeah. Video. Oh, you got a video? Yeah, oh, wicked. So, um, who was that? Rihanna's in there. So that threw us off. Because we're not even thinking about yeah. it anymore. So we ran in and Rihanna was in there and in her nightgown. and like In her nightgown? Yeah, like she stayed, like stayed the night in there. Is that like, type yeah, of studio yeah, where yeah, you can but, just stay overnight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was like really getting it in. And then, um, so I remember, I'll never forget it, Drake was playing like table tennis and there was a comp. So say like he's playing table tennis out there. Mm. There was like a PC in here and we ran into the PC to type his name to see like if it's him. And I remember I was looking out, <laughs> looking at him and like, yeah, straight. Uh, and then 40s producer come up to us and said, Can you get any weed? <laughs> and we called out the man. That's such an American. Like, to say. Since we came back from like Canada, like, we can't get any weed. <laughs> so we got him weed and he was like, Thank you so much. What can we do for you? And we was like, Can we meet Drake and get him on a camera? That's how I got the footage. Right. So then he took us in the studio. And wow, then, that's, that's, a, that's a cheap exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we weren't even thinking. No, do you know what? We asked for two things. Sorry. We asked him. No, for, from their part. A, a oh, bit. the weed. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. Doesn't that's that crazy. Like, no weed since we've touched down. Oh, and then, um, um, what was that? We had this vlog that we was doing. That was another thing that made right. it popular. Because a lot of people weren't doing that. You know, like social media now, everyone's yeah, yeah. But we had this vlog because the guy in our group was a cameraman. Right, right, that's right. That's what gave us the edge. Ah, uh, so, I see. So, like, he, that's why our videos, I'll show you some of the videos. They yeah. Like, quality, quality, quality. So quality that's okay. That's what made us stand out. Right. So, we got Drake on our vlog. And then um, we asked for the successful beat. Okay. So we've got a version of successful on YouTube, which is the actual beat. Like most people that did a cover was like a rip off, but they gave us the actual the beat. real beat. The yeah. real beat. So anyway, a couple months later, Drake blows up. We go back to that email like, oh shit, we got a message for you. And then they've changed their email. And, oh no, yeah, they leveled up. They leveled up. Oh no, that's annoying. Off. Yeah, I haven't seen Drake ever since, but I got the footage. And when I run into him, I'm going to be like, yo, I this is the first time you should post it on socials and at him. I have, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's gonna be hard to. I guess there's so much noise online. So okay, cool. So you had that encounter, like yeah, you was of, in circles. Mm -hmm. Continue like about your career. Had that encounter. Then we went on tour with Chipmunk. This is all 2010. 2010 was right. a crazy year. 
2010, Met Drake, Met Rihanna, did all this stuff. Tyler, there's so many other names. Then we went on tour with Chipmunk. Yeah. Chipmunk brought us on tour. We're all from North London, so that's like our brother. Yeah, yeah. He brought I, us I remember Chip, Chip Diddy Chip yeah. on fire, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was like, <laughs> I remember him. He was like a real superstar. I don't think yeah. we have superstars anymore. I saw girls fainting over him, and that don't happen anymore. I used to love Chipmunk. Yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah. And then he brought us on tour, and then Diversity took us on tour. Do you remember Diversity? Yes, tour? I remember Diversity. Diversity <laughs> took us on tour. Ashley Banjo and Perry with the hair. And, oh, it is. Yeah, they brought us on tour. That was an arena tour as well. So that was like yeah. 8,000 people a night. That was comp- a whole different level to Chip's tour. 8,000 people a night? That was like 8,000 people a night. Okay. Arena tour. Took us on tour. That was in like December. And then I remember everyone was like, you need a single. Because mm. we never had a single. People, we Wait, had were a you buzz. signed at this point or not? No, we weren't signed. Okay, all right. So we just had a big buzz. And there was like, we need a single. We didn't have no money for the single to like put a big song mm, together mm, mm. with a campaign and everything. But then this group, this guy called Rooney from Risky Roads. You won't even remember Risky Roads either because you weren't even a no. So there was this big grime documentary called Risky Roads. Right. Your friend Ray will know. Okay, yeah. And the person that made that documentary got a big investment deal from these two billionaires to start his own record label and we was the artist that he found that he wanted to sign so same way he approached me he approached us like yo love what you lot doing I want to sign to my label oh yeah out of nowhere out of nowhere he was just like how did he find you because he's been sitting like we had a buzz like we was building a big buzz okay okay and then yeah he signed us to his label and we brought out this single called We Know and we felt like the single was going to change our lives. Yeah. It was going to be multi-millionaires. Everyone was going to be rich. It was going to be on a yacht. Life yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, the single came out and I remember the first week we was looking to see where it charted. We wasn't even in like the top 100. But it's the one single though. That's what I'm saying. But, but um, the people that we signed with, they never had experience. They just had money. Right. So I remember meeting Twin B. Twin B's who signed Wretch and Stormzy. Right, right. He was saying, forget about where you charted, just come again. Be consistent. Just come back again. So when we was tried, he a part of the... Um, no, no, he or? was just someone that was just watching right, what we were right, doing. Right. And he was... Because we went on his... He's got a breakfast show on One Extra. Right. So we went on his show for an interview. Right. And I remember him saying to us, like, off camera, mm. come back again. Even if your single doesn't do too good, come back again. Yeah. But the labour that we was with, they spent like over 20 grand on the whole campaign. So they got nervous and felt like, oh, if we go again, we're going to have to spend another 20 grand. And what if you don't chart again? But did they do, at the time, I'm putting on my little work strategy head now, Like, but did they do like an analysis of, okay, cool. So what was it about this single that didn't blow? Like, was it the visuals or was it the type of song it was? Or like, like, did they do that or no? No, they didn't. I know what it was. I think it was a type of song. It was. What type of song was it? It was like it was. It was commercial to what we do. What got us all the intention in the beginning? We had yeah. a sound. That's what I said. We had a song called Marvel Music. And that and went. That, that was the birth of like the right, that sound right, right. we had. And then the song that they signed was still Marvel Music, but it yeah. was like a commercial version of uh... what we do because we got kind of nervous ourselves. I blame us. I take full accountability. Mm. We felt like. This is our opportunity to get on radio. So let's mm. make something that's radio friendly. Right. Like, I've I see. learned so much since then. I don't even care about radio and what I do now. I go straight for what the people want. We should have tried to please our audience because that's who's mm. buying it in the first place. Mm. But we were trying to please the industry. So I mean, let's make a radio friendly song, <sighs> TV friendly song. It's a bit of a catch 22, though, with music because I feel like 
you you yes do stuff for the people but you want to do stuff where you're gonna get booked no like yeah, what's but the who's, who, when when they book you who's coming to the booking no people yeah correct they dictate yeah. everything the industry moves of what the people want as well got about. you got you but we didn't know that we was, we was that's what i'm saying we, was, we were talking right. about we're like what 19 20 21 yeah, yeah, yeah. we're real young in the game and also um the industry, the game, what the scene wasn't like how it is now. Right. That's why we have so much respect because we kind of helped build the pillars for. It wasn't like how it was now, where stories yeah. you can come out of like a song called "Shut Up" and blow, and basically. Blow. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, Just yeah. shoot a video in the park and blow yeah. without having to like make a radio-friendly song or suck up to the yeah. industry. We were three black boys, yeah. Nigerian, Ghanaian, and Ugandan from Tottenham. We yeah. were going into record labels, and they were saying. Um, I remember one label was saying it was out. They wanted to sign two groups. It was out of us and the wanted. Remember the wanted? No. Wait, wait, wait. Are they? Um, why? The died recently. I think he had some sort. Of I feel group. like I know who the wanted are. Yeah, they I feel had a like, song yeah. called pop, like pop, just a normal pop group, pop right? Group. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it was out of them. It was a label called Geffen, and they wanted to sign. They was looking for a group to sign. It was out of the wanted and y- yourself. Which the wanted went on to do incredible things, so maybe that was in their destiny. But it was out of us to it. And I mm. remember them saying, "Like we love what you lot do, but we don't know how we're going to market you to like." Oh, is it? They didn't. They didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know it. But now, but now it's it's the culture. That's it's, what it's, I'm saying. If it's I popular. Back, yeah, I would have said, "Let's just keep doing what's making all these people come." And then yeah. the right person that has a vision for us yeah. will find us. Because that's what I'm like now. Yeah. I like people that like... That's why I wanted to come on your show because yeah. you came to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that means that you genuinely have an interest and whatever we yeah. do, you're going to put your heart in it so we yeah. can go 50-50. Yeah, yeah. But we was like coming... We, can, we had that desperate energy. You can yeah, feel it, yeah, yeah. I mean? that, that, that you were really, really yeah, desperate. Were, yes. But the thing is though, I feel like... It's again, it's a catch twenty two with this desperate energy thing because at the same time, like I came to you, you may you may have been like, right, this girl's even mad desperate. Why no, did you want? No, but no, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Energy, that was love. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, I yeah, know yeah. the difference between <laughs> desperate. Yeah, like desperate energy is when like you're messaging me. Yeah. And we found out who the producer was, realised it's some producer from New York. Yeah. We contacted him and he told us that the beat's £5,000. And we found the money and even how we found the money. Do you want to know how we found the money? How did you find the money? So basically, yeah, my friend Vertex, big up Vertex, wherever you are, he was the third member. Do you still talk to him? I, not really. That's why I said wherever really? you are. Yeah. I'd speak to him, but not like how I speak to the other member, Double S. We talk all the time, literally just spoke just now. Vertex lives in Ghana now, so... Right, he's yeah. got a different life. But basically. he he was like... He was such, he was like the go-getter of the group. Do you know what I mean? You know the right. person that takes yeah, the risk yeah. and, like, and he took a mad risk. He saw a woman with a chrome Audi R8 parked up, mm. Asian woman, and he walked in and said, I like your car, I do videos, I love this, and then obviously they connected and then like he just went for it and just said, fuck it, like we're at the brink of like blowing up and we need £5,000 to get to the next level and like she did it. And she what? took us to this, she took us to this, not only did she give us the five thousand pounds, she took us to um, what? 
Where is my lucky life? Why can't I just walk out and see a nice Mercedes? Hello, I just need 20,000 just to fund my and life. That, that changed my perspective. I do shit like and, that and she, all the time now. The amount of. Like, and she just gave you the money? She gave us the money. She gave us 5,000. No way. She us to, is it Mavida? Is that the club in Oxford Street? Is it. I no, no, I don't go to them fancy <laughs> fancy clubs, you know. I don't. She took, do. us, she took us to this club in Oxford Street. Mavida Pixie Lot was there. There was paparazzi. Is she was it? in a tracksuit because she knew the owner. We was all dressed up. She had her card in the club, and like she's like an angel. She was now. Now I know what I know now. Yeah, she yeah. Probably was she like, was an angel. They're called Destiny Helpers. So yeah, we all we all meet them by the way. Yeah, like, I've sure. met loads for sure. And yeah. I'm I'm aware now to identify them. Yeah, At that yeah, time, yeah. I just thought he finessed her. <laughs> You know what I mean? like, that's what I thought at the time. I was like, bro, you are sleep. <laughs> I knew but he was no. like the gallus of the group. <laughs> I, like, oh. I want to see what Vertex, let me see what, let me Google what, what Vertex looks like. Because I want to, yeah. I need to picture this. Where are you from? Vertex, I'm Jamaican. Yeah, yeah, girls love that. You probably, yeah. Let, let, picture, let me see. Where's he, is he Nigerian? No, I can't hear. Oh, he's the, so you're the Nigerian one? I'm Nigerian and double as Okay, let me have a look. Vertex. Yeah. Look at me, I'm typing Vertex. I see Ver- Vertex Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Vertex Mother Mother. V-E-R-T-E-X. Um, hold on. You, you all have such, such interesting names, by the way. I looked into, I heard why you called yourself, um, yeah, Shocker, because apparently you wanted to shock everybody that you're doing bits as well yeah it's got two meanings yeah. it's actually like an acronym which I mentioned in the dead talk. yeah yeah you did you spoke about that mm-hmm. what's the acronym again remind the us acronym is spiritual healer others can know is around them and you just thought of that by yourself and it just came to me it just just out of nowhere it just descended on me like one day like that's I was so spelling sick. my name and like it's just spiritual healing and I was like oh my god that's actually what I yeah, do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I mean the more I be myself and share my story other yeah. people see it and they're like you know yeah. what and I was like, that makes, it's me. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. So like, yeah, it just makes sense. I love it. I, yeah, I love I the meaning behind it. By the way, I don't think that this is um, Vertex, you know. Like, I'm going on Google. Is it, the, the, that's him, yeah. Which one? The one. But this is when he was like young. One him there. I'll click onto it. Let's have a look. Oh, there's a spider. You better go. We don't need you in the <laughs> podcast. Um, at the begin, at the, at the um, middle. That's one him there. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Vertex. Something. <laughs> But yeah, sorry. Yeah, he taught me so much, like unconsciously about him knowing just his actions by the way yeah. he moved. Obviously, he had other. Obviously, as we do, we have our bad traits. Yeah, of just course. Just focusing on his positives. That was one of his biggest strengths: being able to go out and just make shit happen. Yeah. Like, we had something we used to do called Marvel Mondays. That's something Ray might remember too. Like, right, every Monday, that? we'll have a new video and a new song. Every and, Monday. Like, every Monday. For how long? We did it for like two, three months. That's so consistent. And the fact that like Vertex has managed to like find a location in a week, and then find another location like he was just on it. On it, like he'll call up someone. Yeah, can we use your store? Yeah, we're a group. Yeah, we'll be able to get you these amount. I need Vertex on my team. He's incredible. So I know like wherever he is in Ghana, he's doing bits. He's doing bits. Yeah, so because of his actions. I was like, oh, who's that woman? He showed me a picture. Yeah. I was like, who's that woman on the left? He's like, oh, that's the president's daughter. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Of course. I was like, yeah, yeah, Because he, he, he's, he's been grafting. Yeah, he's been so moving. He knows what he's doing. DNA, so I don't even double it. I don't worry about us. Like, that's why it's mad. Because, like, Marvel is when the superheroes come together. Yeah. It own, makes sense now. Uh, episode, so yes. Uh, episode, he's... Oh, I want you guys to come back together and make things yeah. happen one day. I, I actually messaged when N-Dubs come together. I sent him their tour date because it's all sold out. I was like, bruv. If you've done that, then you never know. Oh my gosh. 
gosh, let's do it. I'm putting that out into the, in the in universe. But um, all right, cool. So going back to your career a little bit. So obviously you mentioned that in 20... Um, to no, 2010, but then 2011, you got dropped. Yeah, 2011, we got dropped. Why? What happened? How did that conversation happen? Talk to um, me. We got called in for a meeting. Okay. By the label. I'll never forget it. What, what was you thinking when you got called into the we meeting? Knew, we kind of knew by the energy because I was prior to them calling us in, there wasn't really like answering calls and... Uh-uh. Yeah. Quick, quick water break, quickly. Hmm. Which I now understand that's a normal thing. I've been signed three times. Just oh. signed a new record deal with Virgin. So like, well, like, recently, recently, like literally, like a couple of months ago. Oh my gosh, amazing! Yeah, thank you. That's yeah. sick. Like that's celebrate. Like, well done. Yeah, we'll like, get there, though, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Weird that I like what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But um, so now I know how labels run. That's right. what I'm saying. I've had a lot of time to go back and be like, oh, that was just a game. We was just, right. it was just unexperienced. I mean, we were just So they do this all the time. They, they drop do people this all the time. All the time. Right. As soon as you're not hot or your thing goes wrong then you dropped. see a whole different side to them. So right. it is, it's business. You know what they yeah, say, yeah, yeah. business? Yeah. And like, we didn't get that because our ethos is completely opposite. We take everyone in. It's loyalty, isn't it's it? It's loyal, like yeah. family. Like, and we didn't understand because they brought us to their houses and we, we met their kids. Oh, and that's so painful. And you know what's so funny, yeah? Um, there was two of them that signed us, Mark and Dean. And I just right. reconnected with both of them, you know. Recently? After all these years, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that mental health work with one of Oh, them. wicked. Yeah, so we managed to sit down and talk about it. And, and I asked them questions that, why didn't you, um, why didn't you Save do another us. single? Yeah. And he told me that it's because there was a cap on the money that they was getting from their investors. So right. They were like, oh, I didn't know that. We right. just didn't get a there, so it yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Got, why are you not? But he's, they didn't yeah, tell her. I don't know yeah. if they were embarrassed to say, but... There was a cap on the money, so yeah. they going to go again and get so. It is, it is business, though. Yeah, it is, yeah. Like, say, so like, it's very similarly to in the workplace when someone's been let go or whatever it is or yeah. being made redundant. Yeah. It's similar. It's like the money isn't there yeah. and, you know, you're not giving us the most return yeah. on investment, so that makes sense. But, yeah, how... So, when, the, when you had that conversation, how did it actually take place? So, it was like a room like this. We sat down. They had a paper that had all our expenses on it because we was ordering Addison Lees everywhere. Oh. Ordering pizzas. You're living fine you're life. Living the life. <laughs> all the money we spent on tour in the hotels and everything, and then yeah, they was just like, yeah, you got to pay us back all this money. <gasps> yeah, that's how it goes, though. That's how it goes. You're like, lying. Yeah, talking about their advance that they got. Yeah, it's some money up front, but you still have to pay it back. Whether you're going to recoup it for yourselves or like you had money. to pay it back. Yeah, we had to. Well I, well, I think we finessed ourselves that we finessed our way out of that. I know we didn't pay back all of it. How much like, was it roughly? I'm, I'm curious to know. They spent about. Maybe about 40. Maybe about 40 okay. bags. 40, 50 bags. That's not crazy. Yeah, it's not crazy. I thought it was going to be like in the hundreds and whatever. No, it's not crazy. Don't no, quote me on it, though. But, but, but it was, by roughly. It was, it, was, it, was, it was, to us at that time, it seemed like fucking... Like, because, yeah, 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 that's like, yeah, yeah. My, my whole life done. And we never even, we weren't even thinking about that. We were just thinking about the opportunity. Like, yeah. you know, when we signed, like, I remember we signed outside Costa. I mean, I remember, like, when yeah. I was, whoever was the last to sign, we were looking at each other thinking, like, yeah. That's it. Because the perception then, or maybe still now to certain kids at home, yeah. is that, like, once you sign that that's paper, it. your life is going to change. Yeah, yeah, no, it's but not it's like that. it's not like that. You have to have so much things in place. Like, yeah. If there was a kid watching this now, I'll tell him to have, like, a fan base in place. 
before he gets before, signed. Like, with, like, really? Without, without audience. In any occupation, without audience, you're not making money. Do you know what's crazy? Like, because again, me and so Ray, he's the one that does, does music and he was at the show, right? Yeah. And... um we go back and forth about this all the time. He's like, do you know what? I just want to get signed. I'm like, but you want to organically build your audience. And then, then we go, then we kind of go against that and say, okay, cool. Let's just build our audience. But it's, it's really, it's, it's again, I feel like it's difficult because there's people that weren't popping before they got signed and then they got signed and then they ended up popping. If that, right, if that makes sense. I know some people that have, that have got been popping. Like, I don't know if I should say their name, but that I know personally that they, for them, for them to actually grow, they got signed yeah. and then they managed to blow and they, but they initially signed a publishing deal okay. and then they went on to sign the music. Cause for me, I'm all about longevity. Yeah. 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 So I want a real career. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Jay-Z's got a real career. Yeah. He does. Drake has got a real career. He's been popping for the last God knows, it's been, we're coming out for like 15 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, signing is cool. They might have you hot for like the first year, two years. But the reason I'm saying have an audience is yeah. because whether you get dropped or signed, the audience is... Is there, there, yeah. You're right, you're so right. I mean, like, look at N-Dubs. Post that, that flying... I was shocked, I'm not going to lie. I, mean? I was shocked. I knew <laughs> it was big, but I never knew, like... That was that big? No, like, arena tours like that? Yeah. Twice over, I didn't know. Yeah, nor did I. That, shows, that means the audience has been there for yeah. like, years. Waiting, yeah. Waiting, yeah. I get stopped every... Someone... This woman hugged me at the train station. Today, today. is but it? But that wasn't for Marvel. I think that was for, like... Uh, for you, for sure. Like, she was, like, older... So, is it? Yeah, yeah, no, to, to be fair, when I think about it, if Destiny's Child came back together and did a concert, I'm there. You'll be there. Yeah, that's I'm there because yeah. I've been their fan. I'm yeah. I'm just dormant, yeah. you know. <laughs> so yeah. so. And that's what because building the audience is basically building trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Build trust for you. They're you're meant right. to build on the trust you've built. Yeah, I like, got you. You've got trust in this little group. They know how to expand that. Okay, yeah, let's do a pop yeah. up in Ireland or yeah. let's take them to Thorpe Park. Yeah. But if you ain't got nothing, they can't use their ideas to do anything. Do you know what's crazy as well? I feel like I've kind of felt the same way, not to derail on myself, but I've kind of felt the same way when it comes to like presenting and hosting. Because I remember like I've gone to so many auditions and stuff <laughs> like that. And people say, yeah, you'd be good for this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'll just wait for the opportunity to come. When now I'm like, no, listen, you need to actually build an yeah. audience and build content yourself yeah. for people yeah. to understand that yeah. you know there's something then you're right yeah. that that does make sense and yeah. didn't actually process that thought yeah. but that's what i've done this time around i've done it like completely organically yeah the whole thing like, even my sister loves you you know yeah, my, my younger. yeah younger she's younger than me yeah. simone <laughs> she was like because I, when i went on your page i saw she followed you i said simone you know this guy she's like yeah i love his music <laughs> i was like who <laughs> Am I under a rock or something? <laughs> yeah. but, um, but anyway, so, yeah, so 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 that yeah, so you obviously so you got dropped, mm-hmm. and then what taught me about taught me about what happens after that? So we got dropped, and then what happens after that is everyone kind of um, the structure and routine we have kind of decimates a bit, if you know what I mean. Mm. So we're always with each other every day, like touring and going to because we used to go to Vertex's house. Mm. That's what I'm saying. He was like the leader. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was like the leader. And then, so he was, this is the order. He was the leader. Yeah. Double S was the face. Yeah. Because Double S came out, Double S was Double S before Vertex. Right. So him and used to be like neck and neck. Got you, got you. But they had their own crews. And yeah. we happened to be his crew, Marvel. So he would bounce between doing his thing and yeah. joining Marvel. But Marvel just started popping. So yeah. like he was stuck in that. Yeah. And then I was like the guy they brought in. Because I came into Marvel last. How did you meet actually? Um, me and Double S went to the same school. Okay. We went Greg City Academy. Okay. And he introduced me to Vertex. Vertex had my staff started going crazy. He started bringing me around. This is what I mean. He's been uh, a hustler. Because he started saying, hey, come with us to my next show. Oh, I love it. And then I came and then 
I remember the first show we went on was DJ Semtex and he said, who's in the building? And Vertex was like, our mom was in the building. Oh. I mean? And then Sammy's manager was like, you know what that means? And then like, yeah, we just, we just started doing it. Oh, wicked. I remember I was working at Sports at the time and I was just like, I used to come to the studio and like, my... Your sports was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> and then, yeah, we just went for it. Yeah, yeah. And then, so that structure kind of left. So what happened was, um, we used to all meet up at Vertex's house every day. It was me, Vertex, Double S, Limit, our DJ, mm. and Ben, who was a guy that Vertex went boarding school with. We all went mm. boarding school, separate boarding school. Double S went boarding school. In the UK? No, he got um, shipped to boarding school for two years. <laughs> I, went, I got shipped to boarding school in Nigeria for two years. Vertex went boarding school in Norwich. Oh, wow. So he came back with this guy called Ben. Ben was managing us part-time for a bit. Yeah. And then that stopped. And then that losing that routine is what led me into depression. Because I was used to really? like... Because I'm an only child. It all makes sense, though, when I look back. Yeah, when you, when you talk about like, it. I'm an only child. So even before I was in Marvel, yeah. I was in a group called Chain Gang. Right. Which was like the younger version of Combination Camp who Rex 3-2 was in. That's why I've known me and Rex like that. I've known mm, him for years. Mm, I knew him way before he blew up. Mm, and I was in his young... You know, back mm, then they had young Youngest, oldest, all of that, I families. Like, yeah, I was at his yeah. youngest. Right. And then that split up and then that's when Vertex found me and I joined Marvel. Right. So I've always been clicked up. Right. I've never like... That's why when I see me being a mental health advocate now and telling people to like... Um, spend time by yourself and like it just shows how much I've grown yeah because I was the person that that could never spend time by myself I was always outside always knocking like I was the person where their parents would be like oh that's Kenneth at the door he wants you to come you know what I mean like like, where's his manners he's always outside and like we all had a friend like you it's fine yeah I was that guy I was that guy so like um yeah, I see why it hit me harder than it hit so, and Vertex. Talk to me Even about... Even though Vertex was the only child too. Oh, was he? Yeah. But but he, he, I guess he processed things differently, differently and he did things yeah, differently. Yeah. So, so from, okay, so from the moment, obviously you got drops and your routine started to change. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about the mental journey that kind of led you to initially yeah. get in section the first time. So when we, like, now thinking about it, the first time I got sectioned, mm. I blew it out of proportion in my mind. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, and I blew it out of proportion in my mind because I never had the information. The only thing, like, if I can speak to my younger version now, mm. like, if I, me from when I got sectioned in 2012, mm. walk in the door, mm. if I could say one thing to him, I'll say, get as much knowledge as you can. What, whilst you're being sectioned or before? In general, just about all the aspects that you're unknowledgeable in. So right. like in music, like we was in the dark in some, was ignorant in so many areas in music. Yeah. Like we didn't know about labels and A&Rs and yeah. what to do in that area. Mental health, get knowledge in that. We had, I'm, I'm learning, like learning about my diagnosis. We'll get to that. But now I'm still learning myself. Mm. We don't get taught this in school. Mm. In schools, I can count how much times I heard the word bipolar mm. or heard the word manic depression mm. or heard the word schizophrenia mm. or heard anxiety. This is, we've been in from primary school to university what's that like 12 years we've mm, mm, never heard those words once and those are things that's going to affect us majorly mm. when we step into the real world so i had no idea what i was stepping into and mm. don't forget my life was kind of not of the norm of someone my age anyway yeah. i was like pushed into like i was this is why i say i blew it out of proportion because i was kind of like a hood celebrity mm. so you can imagine that pressure the embarrassment without, as well thank you without yeah. having the information like when you're younger everything's blown out of proportion yeah. you know what i mean like 
you know the man them ask you, ah, oh, so how how's this going? And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I, feel I remember it. the ego I had. Like I used to call myself Floyd. You know, like Floyd Mayweather used to yeah. talk a lot of shh. Yeah. And like everyone used to call me Floyd because yeah. I used to talk a lot of. I was, the, I was the guy where like, if you heard that I slipped and fell round the corner, everyone's coming to get their phone. Like, oh, yeah, because I was the guy where like, I was just favoured. Yeah. I, kept, I always win. Yeah, yeah. But I talk shit when I'm winning. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah like, you tell everyone people like, don't, yeah. People don't want to like congratulate me, but like, do you know yeah. what I mean? You know those people that you want to be happy for, but you don't want to tell them because like, yeah. they talk shit. Yeah. Whereas I'm the complete opposite now, but I get it then. So, yeah. Like, and that favour still follows me to this day. Hence why I can go through what I've gone through. And you can, like, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's still, it's like, it's just something that's with me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. My whole life, I was just winning and winning. Like, from secondary school, from being the only child, getting all the clothes I wanted, or the mm. my house is the house where everyone came to play like PlayStation, and okay. my mom bought me everything. So I've always been winning, which is I was saying this on the other um, podcast I did. There's pros and cons to it. There's pros to it because like at that age, it gives you an easy life. Yeah, I had friends that I was like stressing at that age. They yeah. had like two pound fifty for the week. Like me, you know those friends that's always like yeah. trying to eat your food or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like Well can I have some? Yeah, or ask me for a pound. Yeah, like, every day. Like, your mom, like, yeah, and I it was have, I didn't have none that to worry about. So like you're lucky. my childhood memories were like amazing. I remember yeah. always coming out like a the man them seeming like ah, oh, you got the new ninety five. What do your parents do by it but um out of interest? What's the reason why I love my mum like even more, like she didn't even have a wild job like that. She just really? she was she was she was just a go-getter. She used to always say it to me. She used to say, I just, I go for it. Like, I would, this is a, this is what, this is like a testament to my mum's spirit. Mm. I'll go for a jog mm. once around the park, mm. come back like 10 minutes later, and my mum would be like, you're back already. I'm like, and I'm out of breath, you know, like, <laughs> she'd be like, you're back already. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just did it. She would be like, me, that's not even young like you, when I go for my walk, I go all the way to the gate, then I go around the thing. Yeah. Like, that's just her. That was yeah. just like that was just her. That was just her, her spirit. Like yeah. she was a fighter, and then my dad's a boxer. Yeah, my boxer. dad was a boxer. Yeah. So even what semi pro or he didn't make it, make it like Mike Tyson make it. But yeah. When I was younger, I saw that even in my mum's house now, there's like trophies everywhere. Swear. Oh goodness. me subconsciously. How? Because you felt like you had to be a champion and. Oh, no. It set my norm. Right, so, right, right, I mean? right. Like, I was talking to my friends about that. I was like, we need to set the norm for our generation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My mum's hell is my heaven. No, yeah. my mum's... My mum's... Heaven? Is my hell. Right, got you. you. Know I, mean? I, like, I get you. I understand hell, what you like, mean. Oh, I'm in London. I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But you, but you need to take it to the to next me, level that's as like well. Hell. Like, oh, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> this is your workplace. I'm here. Just <laughs> telling it back home. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, her heaven's my hell. That means so. Yeah, my heaven should be my children's hell. Right? Yeah. And then you keep... And you keep rising and keep growing, yeah. Like, I agree. Every generation keeps taking it to the next level like that. So I feel like it was in my DNA to bounce back anyway. Yeah. So when... So how did the first... The first time you got sectioned, how did that come about? How did you, how were you diagnosed so and what I happened? So I was like... The first time I got sectioned was the most time I've spent alone, isolated. I've never been isolated before. I'm always, even my mum noticed it. Like, she'll come home from work. My mum's used to coming home from work mm. and asking me, when are you coming home? Right. Then it went from my mum coming home from work and asking me, when are you going out? Right, right. Do you know what I mean? That shift yeah. happened so quick. 
My mum knocked my door and be like, you've been in all... I came... I left work. You was in. I came home. Were you not doing anything? Like doing cook, cooking, washing your skin? Yeah, I was washing... And I, <laughs> oh, no, actually, some days I wasn't even really? washing my skin. And really? I wouldn't even notice. Because for me, washing my skin means I had somewhere to go to. So you, ha- you would just sit there? I would just sit there. And I knew something was wrong when my next door neighbour, Isaac, he can probably testify on this if he spoke about it, came to the house one day to check for me and I was just in the dark. Sitting in the dark? Sitting in the dark, just thinking. And I think that was the birth of my overthinking. Right. Until that point, I never knew. I never knew what overthinking. I can't even remember overthinking. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that overthinking? No. It was just decisions got made and, oh, what well, are we going out today? Yeah. You knew what yeah, venue yeah. you were going to. You knew where you were. That, I mean, it was just like, easy, yeah. The ice cream was... At, that's yeah. when, like, the birth of overthinking started happening. Yeah. started happening. The birth of, like, what went wrong? Yeah. Why didn't the song thing? Right. What's meant to make it? You know I mean, all these, like... Yeah. And if you talk to every artist that's been dropped from a label or been through that, they have... Just, everyone's, everyone I've spoken to have had the exact same questions they ask themselves of, like... Why it didn't happen, or what I could have done, and that's what I'm saying. All I needed was like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now. What did you need at the time? I needed information. You know how to say information changes situations. Yeah, that's a real thing. So, so what what could have changed? I needed me. What I'm doing now. I need so so to be in your life then to talk to you. Yes, I needed. I understand the importance of mentors Mm. because they've done it. So, this, I mean, so they can help to coach you through that. This is a process. This is normal. Yeah, yeah. That's why, like, player managers are the best managers. Yeah. Like, Beckham will be a sick manager. Yeah. When he sees the young guy that's about to take the free kick that's under pressure, he knows exactly what to say. I've yeah. been there. Yeah, yeah. One one yeah. against Greece, and yeah. everyone's dependent on me to. I know exactly what to say to you. But you moment. had Rich as someone that no, you're supposed to. No, he wasn't like. No, no. Because he himself. We never had that relationship, though. Got you. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like, he was like... That connection between us wasn't there. Right, you can but just call was, him and talk to him. He was a good one, though. That is a good call. Yeah. But we just didn't have that connection. Do you, do you know what's crazy? I feel or, like... even all the information I've learned now, mm. I haven't had physical contact with the people I've learned from. Right. It's just how social media is designed. That yeah. Just keeping people's lives and see what's going right. on. Right. Maybe if Wretch's world was that accessible, how it is now, I would have learned. Mm. Wretch's got a book now. Never had a book then. He's got um, rapology now with his mm. whole. Imagine he had that then. Mm. There's a chapter in there that could have saved my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Rex yeah. wasn't at that level yet, or social media wasn't, people's lives wasn't as accessible. Yeah. I've learned from so many people. There's people I follow on Instagram now that you they learn have from. no idea yeah, that yeah, I'm yeah. looking on their page. People say all the time, even with myself as well, and, and, and I take a lot of things from people and I don't necessarily tell them. But I think that there's also. Um, I would encourage people, if you're drawn to someone for whatever reason, reach out to them. Just ask. If they say no, they can't help, then cool. But again, it's only because I've done it and I've got a successful result from that for just just saying, can I have a chat about this? Yeah, just, yeah, of course Vertex has done it. (laughs) Vertex will ask anyone anything. But just just ask. If if your spirit gravitates towards someone that you don't know, just ask them for help, you know? So so, so what was it? So I guess... Parents, um, yeah. go back on the um, whole thing when I was saying I wanted someone there. Yeah. I think your parents are your first two teachers anyway. Yeah, They're definitely. The first two people that's going to be feeding you information before yeah. you get out to the world. Yeah. And it was just unfortunate that, like, in terms of mental health-wise, my parents have come from a generation where it's a taboo. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. And it's got all this stuff around it. So my mum was lost when I got sectioned the first time. So how, yeah, how did that happen? So, so you, you found... So I was isolated and I remember I had, I had, now looking back on it now, 
I just didn't express myself how I was feeling or mm. where my head was at. Or I was still coming out. I was looking at how I'm looking like now. Mm. I was a smart, the same bubbly character now. The mm. only thing that's different between me now is that I express it. Mm. Like, I mean, I do podcasts while so I come here. Mm. This is like therapy. Like, yeah, everyone yeah. says to me, like, yo, you've been sectioned four times. You've done therapy. I'm like, not professional. This is your therapy. Yeah, this yeah. Is, I do, the world is my therapy. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm blessed to be in a, in a situation where I get to speak to people all the time. Yeah. Some people don't, so they need therapy. Because yeah. that's the only time they actually That's get literally to, what therapy is. Yeah. 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 Whereas like, I'm talking to people all the time. Yeah. So the only thing I've got to do different is that while I do have the conversations with people all the time, yeah. add the vulnerability into it. Don't make yeah. surface conversations. If not, it's a I agree. I, I agree with you a million percent. Even now, I've even started using Instagram as therapy. And yeah. if you don't like it, it's fine. But yeah. sometimes I'll just say how I feel, what's yeah. going on. Even today, I, I you know, I posted on Instagram about my dating life and about yeah. going to the gym and whatever yeah. and just, just talking. Yeah. And you know what? It's freeing. Yes. It's so freeing. Yes. Yes. So I like I can I second you with that. Yes. But um So I went doing um, that. So going back to like 90 year old shocks, I wasn't doing any mm. of that. I was coming out doing what people are doing today. I see it every day. Mm. I can spot it when I see it because I've done it. Yeah. I know when someone is like How do you know? Because I can f- I've done it. So I can like my spirit can pick up on it unconsciously. Yeah. I just know, like, you might have a certain smirk that you do that I did when I was... Do you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, like, I don't know if that... Does that make sense? Like, you might I have... Guess, like, I guess if you know, but... Like, I can't... It might be an empathic thing. Maybe. Yeah, it might be an empathic Maybe. thing. There's certain mannerisms that, like, I'm like, oh. So, okay, so that, that was happening. So the day that you got sectioned, what happened on that day? I came home. It was evening. No, I went to see... Oh, this is a missing piece. I was also... Stud, I was also... Um, this was 2012, yeah? Mm, mm. And I don't know if it was just me. Now I know... I know it wasn't just me because, mm-hmm. like, I'm on TikTok and I follow all these other accounts mm-hmm. and I see this talking mm-hmm. about 2012 for them. But maybe, like, the circle that I was around, mm. something was in the air spiritually as well for us in mm. 2012. Mm. I remember, like, our conversations started changing mm. and people were talking about the world ending. Mm. And, like, um, I, bumped, I met this girl called Whitney who, like, we've been friends for, like, the past 12, 15 years. Mm. She started giving me books. This is, another, this is a major part into the story as well. She was giving me um, spiritual books when mm. I say spiritual books, don't everyone don't freak out. I mean like just books about mm. life and things mm. like things that had meditating, meditating and, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the universe and how it yeah. works and things I had the no moons idea about. The moons and, yeah. But what I realized, yeah, is that the space that I was in mm. wasn't a good mix. So now I'm thinking about it like the space I was in wasn't a good mix. The only way it could have been a softer landing for me is if yeah. she lived with me right. and she was guiding me through. Right, 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 right. Basically, there's a reason why in schools we have teachers. Yeah. If they wanted to, they can just give you the textbook and tell you to go home and figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to come back the next day with a headache. Yeah, yeah. That's why you need a teacher to be like, this Talk, talk you through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, what happened to me, I just got given the textbook and went crazy with it. You oh, know what no. I mean? Trying to figure everything out. Oh, so no. not only was I... Um, going through depression, I've now got this whole flipping world that I've been exposed to. And my mind's losing it because, like, this is information that I have not known. Have you ever been... Has someone ever told you something that you've... 
that's just blown your mind because it's like yeah you know you feel like yeah. my whole where did this come from like yeah, my yeah, whole life yeah. and now you're just showing me that yeah. that road leads to this road and that's how you got to my house and yeah. you're like what yeah i've been going it was like that so like and that's what a spiritual awakening is so it was it was the mix of both the first time i got sexually was like the mix of both right and um i remember i always i always my analogy how i like to explain to someone so they can get it straight away mm. is like it's not even an analogy. I think it's real. It's like our brains are actually computers mm. and our belief systems and our thoughts are like the softwares. Mm. And if you put too much softwares on there, it's going to crash. Mm. And that's what I did. I, I remember my mum coming to my room after I got sectioned and came home. Mm. I remember my mum coming to my room and like with a black bag and putting all the books in it. That really? Like Taking it. And so like, she knew that that was a cause. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. And then um, she knew that was part of the course. It went to full course. There was, I think there were so many yeah, dots that things. led me to that point. And then, yeah, I came home. No, I went to my friend's house, my mm. friend Daniel, which we mm. laugh about it now all mm. the time, because he was like, I, what the fuck was you talking about that day? So mm. I went to his house and I must have been talking. I was trying to show him something on you on his computer. Mm. I can't remember what I was trying to show him, but I was trying to show him something. And I remember him thinking like, what the fuck is this? Like, mm. So basically, I was trying to show him what I was learning mm. in the books. Mm. Now thinking about the circle of group that I was in, mm. they was like the man them, man them. So, so they thinking, were like, what the hell's going like, on? What the fuck are you yeah, yeah, even yeah. when Even when, um, this is just a quick story, I got shot at in my area. Mm. I a farm. Mm-mm. And like, three of my friends was in the car. Mm. And um, this guy came to the car and shot us. Before they came to the car, we was watching Boys in the Hood mm. in the car. Mm. And I remember telling them, remember the girl that I said, mm. Wendy, she gave me this book called Frequencies. Mm. And I remember reading it and it speaks about like, whatever frequency you want, you mm. to. Mm. And I remember telling Amanda, I was like, yo, like we're in the hood and we're watching Boys in the Hood. Mm. And it's negative, like the guy gets shot at the end. And, mm. like, mm. and they was like, bro, shut the fuck up, mm. shot. Like, what's wrong with you? Mm. Like, like, you've been going off on, like, now mm. I talk to my friends about it, and they tell me that like, at that period, mm. you was going off on one. Mm. And it's funny now, because, like, me and my friends now, we have these conversations, like, it's, there's, the concept I was trying to show them back then, we have this conversation today, like, mm. nothing. So you can mm. tell, like, a shift definitely has happened. Something mm. has happened between 2012 to mm. um, 2022. And then, yeah, I remember that happened, telling them, and this guy came, and, Shut us and obviously, so you mean about the favor again that we escaped that, but just saying just shit like that, like not having people around, like now I've got a tribe of people, yeah. Like if I was to ever feel funny now and feel like, oh my god, like I'm having a breakdown again, I've got seven numbers on call that I'm comfortable to like phone, talk to, and everything as well. There was no one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, just I couldn't even talk to my mum. Yeah, If, if there is any go to person before your friends. It's your parents. I couldn't See, even talk to them. When I came back home, mm, mm. Um, obviously I went to my friend's so I told him I was trying to show him something. Yeah. And then he was like, I don't understand what you're talking about. I was getting frustrated about it. Yeah. And then I left, I remember I left his house and I went home. Mm. When I went home, since I got through my door, I exploded. I just started screaming. Shouting. Is that the day that you got sectioned? That's the day I got sectioned. Right, so you started screaming. This is, I, this is what I mean about favour again and grace. I had an uncle that was staying with me right. upstairs, just came from Nigeria. You know, yeah. our, our parents... Yeah, like, yeah, all, could, all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. He heard what was going on. He was a doctor in Nigeria. That's right. his profession. So he was right. coming here to try and... So he heard what was going on, came down and told my mum, because my mum was freaking out, like, trying to calm me down, doing all this stuff. And then my uncle was like, he's having a breakdown. 
this is like a mental really yeah, so uncle, your uncle's able to identify look uncle, at yeah, look at he, that he checked up for me all the time like my uncle was like he's having a breakdown he's having a panic attack and you just remember you were just shouting and I screaming was shouting. i remember my mom had this like um this statue like it's like a you know like african yeah 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 yeah, priest, yeah like Maybe a little piece from Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. In my head, I don't know what the fuck I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was some. You break sh- it. I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. I went for it and like, and then I remember my mom went into the kitchen and she was like crying, like because my mom's had. This is where it gets sad. Now I look back at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom had two miscarriages before me, mm. so like, this is why I say I think like an empathic person because I yeah. always put myself in the other person's shoes. When I put myself in my mum's shoes, in yeah. her eyes, it's like, okay, my first child didn't make it. Then my second child didn't make it. Yeah. Then the child I do, the child I did finally eventually have, has now got mental health issues. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. And then, so she went into the other room. I remember she was like crying and um, obviously my next door neighbours came to the house mm. and I was consoling her. And then the ambulance came for me and I still was in my fucking, I don't know where the fuck Do you was. remember where your brain, where your thoughts were when that was happening? Like, I like, don't, it's a blur. The only, right. the only, um, the only thing, the only time I really remember from my experience getting section is this last time, like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so. And the, third, and the time before, I've been sectioned four times. Yeah, you the mentioned. The first two times are a blur. Right. The last two times, I got smarter each time. That's what I told. So what happened the, like the last two times so as well? So the, the, after I got section the first time, mm. I had this doctor called Zach, proper cool guy. Mm. And I remember he used to say like, see, he was like a mentor. Mm. But, and this is a the thing. There's having a mentor. Now you've got to listen to the mentor. Mm. There's that side too. Because you can mm. have someone, you're probably a mentor for somebody in your life now, mm-hmm. but they don't listen to a word you're saying. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah. it's you. Yeah. And that, because of my perception then, I'm looking at Zach like, bruv, what do you know? Even though, because he was trying to talk to me, like, he was trying to approach me as man then, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's where it was going wrong. If he was approaching me like a doctor, then I would have put him on that authority. Because mm. he, he, he was, he used to sing. Right, so okay. So he used to tell me stuff like, I used go to get sing. a train. Because, yeah. And he would start singing in front of me and my mum. And my mum would gas him up and be like, your voice is so beautiful. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a shame that you didn't. And I'm like, no, nah, you know, I'm going to, I don't know what his voice is like, but I'm going to make it. And like, yeah, yeah. He used to say, look at this lovely voice I had to get me. Yeah. But you know, God, and you know when they bring all of that into me, yeah. and he's telling me, but look, I've got this train. I managed to look after my wife. Yeah. And he used to park his bike in my kitchen. You know, I'm young. I'm thinking, why you got a car? <laughs> why you? <laughs> and you've got a bike in my kitchen. I ain't got a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like different purposes, or oh, I don't know yeah. what's going on in his life. Exactly. But that's just how I was thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, like I used to see the bike and get pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, Take like, out my kitchen. Yeah, like, why do you, why are you telling me this? Yeah. Like, why can't I be a millionaire or like? Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's another thing I'm growing from. Like, I get messages from you can say a word to me now and I hear it and I know where that came from. Right. Before I'll miss it. We get messages all the time, but it's yeah. just, that's why they say it's not the message. Sometimes it's not the don't shoot the messenger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's the message. Yeah, it's the message. At that time, he was telling he was telling me something. He said he said, take your medication. Because I know, like, how you're feeling now. You've just been sectioned for your first time and um, now you're on medication you're not used to it and you have to tell your what, friends... What, what is the medication that you're on? I was on Risperidone. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of that one as well. But the, the, the um, milligrams I was on then was a high dosage and it kind of, like, zombies you. And that's what, I, really? that's what I was afraid of, yeah. 
Now I'm on like two milligrams. Okay. So Whereas before you was on how much? I was on like six. That's five, a six. lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So like I was zombied and like I remember him saying like, just work your way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work your way down and before you know it, you'll be off it. And then right. um, that took me, it took me a long time to accept my medication journey as well. Really? Yeah, it took me a long time. It's only now I'm really like, because I've seen what happens when I come off it. So what happens when you come off the medication? Yes, when I come off the medication, I was trying to, because um, eventually when I got sectioned, so I came off my medication again after that first time mm-hmm. and I did the same thing. I had the same panic attack. It just happened out of nowhere. Do you, do you feel it coming on? Um, or is it uncontrollable? It's like a build. Right. It's like a, um, it's like a snowball. It's like one foot after the other. Right. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. if I don't, if I don't, I know, I kind of know how to control it now. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain all of that to you in a second. But, um, so after I got section the second time, they diagnosed it with paranoid schizophrenia. Paranoid Paranoid schizophrenia. And that, okay. that makes, that's exactly, it makes perfect sense. Right. Now I've done my research and gone into it. And I was trying to describe to someone what paranoid schizophrenia is on the last podcast. Right. Do you know what it's like here? Yeah? I think I've got the perfect description. It's like putting on a VCR glasses here. Yeah? Mm. You know the VCR goggles yeah, you put yeah. on here? Yeah? And you know like when someone's wearing them, yeah. they're moving mad. Yeah. But you're looking at them like... What can you see? I can't see what you can see. Like, yeah, you're in, you're in your own world. Got you. You're, so you're seeing things that people fall, can't see. Yeah, and right. they're falling, or your hair, and you're falling over there. Not, like, and you, obviously, with the VCRs, it's funny because you know, like, it's the VCRs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when they put it off, you're like, bro, you nearly fell over there. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. But with, with, with paranoid schizophrenia, it's like, in that VCRs, you're seeing all your fears. Really? And all your, all your, all your internal beliefs about yourself that you don't share is coming to life. And mm. then it makes sense about my name, Shocker, the spiritual healer thing, because it's like, mm. in order for me to keep that paranoid schizophrenia mm. controlled, mm. I have to heal myself. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Because the paranoia feeds off mm. my unhealed stuff. That's what mm. triggers it. Mm. So if I've got a thought about myself that like, nobody likes me, mm. that's what will, it'll, it'll, it will spiral off that thought. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-mm-mm. So, um, I have to like sort all my internal issues out, and mm. and that's and that's and because I take because because I know how important it is for me mm. to sort out all my internal issues and my mm. negative beliefs and what mm. I think about myself. That's where I heal myself, and then I can help everyone else because I've done the work. But when someone else comes to me and says, "Ah, oh, um, I'm having self love issues," yeah. I know what to say. What do you say? But um, it comes. It's your image. It's yeah. like. We have we have um we have two self images. Mm. We have the one in that mirror now. If I go look in that mirror now, I'm gonna see me with dreads and my jeans. Yeah. That's the self image that you see. Then I've got an internal self image that you don't see. Mm. So I've got an image of what I think about my dreads mm. and what I think about my weight. Mm. I mean, you don't see, and that's the most important self image. Mm-hmm. The one you see doesn't even matter. So like, my doctor Zach that came to see me on the bike. Mm. I was seeing the external self-image of him on the bike, but he might have had a healthy self-image. Mm. He might have had a self-image of like, I'm comfortable with myself and mm. I don't care about cars and materialism. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he was free. Yeah. So I had to reverse it. I had a beautiful exterior self-image. Yeah. That I mean, with like my fresh clothes yeah. and house, but my intent self-image was like, um, the embarrassment of like, 
being sectioned and these are things I weren't talking about but it was lingering it was there I feel you and it was coming up every time because like every time someone asks me shocks where you been now I've got now I'm backed into a corner do I lie about yeah, where I've been yeah. and then now I've got to take that lie now I've got to deal with that lie before yeah. I go to bed at night or do I tell them like this is where I've been Hello. or where's Marvel been Think about how many yeah, times yeah. I get that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to Marvel? And you got to explain yourself over and, and, and over again. I got to explain myself over and over again. So that's when I learned acceptance. Yeah. Because once you accept your situation... And you're being honest. You're at, and you're being honest. You're I agree. So then you can, like, share, like, yeah, yeah. freely. And that acceptance didn't come till the third time I got section. Yeah. The third time I got section, I asked the doctor what I was saying. Like, the doctor said to me, if you don't sort your situation out, you're going to be in and out of hospital all the time. How long do you go in for at a time? But um, I'm interested. The longest I've been in there was like 28 days. Okay. The first and second time was like seven days, 14 days, 28 days. And then when I just got sectioned recently, that was like about 15 days. And what happened this time? My mum passed in February. I remember you mentioned that. Yeah, my mum passed. um, And it's it's crazy because it's like, when I got section 2012, mm. I got section 2013 a year later. Mm. Then I got, then I was doing good. Then I got section 2016, mm. and then I cracked the code in my mind. Mm. Remember, I did all this work, mm. and it's been mm. six long years. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. A, do you know how long that is? That's amazing. That's a long time. Yeah. But in my head, I kept saying to myself, "What will take me back there?" Because you know, I couldn't think of it. Because I was like, I've done so. I'm good in my mind. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. I've learned from the first two times. I've yeah. had time to really sit down and think about, yeah. you know what I mean? What meant, I just knew. And I was like, then my mum got cancer. And I, I was like, oh, yes. Even in my, I don't know if you started listening to my music, but. Mm. No, it's song, deep. I've it's got deep. A song called, I've, got, I've got a song called Vent. So I'm on Vent 4 now. Right. So people that listen to my music, they follow the vents. Right. So there's Vent 1. And every vent, I explain, like, um, where I'm at in my life. Right, right, right. So on vent two, right. at the end right. of vent two, I say, um, I can feel a breakdown coming. I feel like I want to play one of your songs, but I, sh- I should have... Well, maybe you can... Um, I should have... Um, maybe you it. can um, put it into the edit or something or... Yeah, I'll put it into the edit, yeah. Yeah, so and then vent two in there. Vent two. Vent two. Yeah. So at the end of vent two, um, yeah, I have a lyric and I'm like... Um, how did Kanye deal with it? How did Nas deal with it? Did mm. they even deal with it? Are mm. they still dealing with it? Because Kanye's mum passed, Nas's mum passed. So I'm trying to like... Relate yourself yeah, to I'm people, to, yeah. I'm trying to... Like the mental thing I was saying, I've now mm. reached another point where like I need a mentor again. Whose mum's passed around me? Mm-mm-mm. None of my mums... I'm the first again in the situation <laughs> out of my friends. Like, yeah. No one, I'm so sorry, man. Like, yeah, I'm so no. sorry. Because I, I, I feel like mums are so special yeah. to everyone, like, yeah. in general. So that must have been massive for you. And I know that when she got um, cancer, you reached out to Steph London, yeah, yeah, who helped yeah. you write yeah, and raise the money. £5,000. Yeah, that's yeah. really, really kind of her. Yeah. Like, how did that, again, did, did you know, know her? her okay, from, okay, that's how you know. Like, uh, yeah, it's just that's really nice of her, though, yeah, to help and stuff. Yeah, she gave me, she FaceTimed my mum as well. Oh, that's so sweet. Face, yeah, they talking on FaceTime with my auntie, yeah. I ain't even seen her in flesh to, like, um, thank her for that, but... Shout out Steph London for yeah, that. that so that when is I hear all this sweet. slander about, so when I hear all this sorry. slander about Steph London and people saying she's big headed and 
you know different like like that's you see like, different yeah like yeah. people are so stupid like yeah. you don't even know yeah yeah you have yeah. no idea cuz she hasn't shouted about that really yeah, no she just did it yeah she just did it i remember um so what happened do you know what happened well with her or with Steph London so, so she, she got a song she got, right she got a billion streams right and obviously that's a lot of money yeah and she wanted to give some to her supporters. Yeah. I was in Nigeria at the time with my mum. My yeah. mum just wanted to come see her family. Yeah. And then um, I saw it on Twitter. And mm. she was like, I don't know who to... She was like, tell me what's going on in your life at the moment. And if it touches me, then I'll give you some mm. of the money. Mm. And I remember hearing my mum telling me the day before that her money that she's brought with her is going down a bit. And know? she was based in Nigeria? Was, no, we was in Nigeria on holiday. Because right. she went to see her mum and yeah. her family and she was saying before like my money's going down a bit mm. and when I saw Steph post that I thought fuck it this is the verdict yeah. actually though yeah. that's what I've learned I thought bro fuck it yeah. so I just messaged like, yo Steph I'm in Nigeria right now my mom, she's got cancer it would be nice if you can help out and I can show her a good time here and I went to sleep woke up the next morning rolled over to check my phone my phone's going crazy I forgot about it right and then check my Twitter I checked my DMs on Twitter Steph DM me yo no she replied to it saying mm. oh shocker and I didn't know whatever. Then she DM me saying, "What's your bank details?" Sent the five k. Wow. Just like that. And then I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna." That's so aunt, sweet. Because obviously, because everyone saw it. Yeah. My little cousins told my aunties and uncles in yeah. London. Yeah. Then my auntie messaged me saying, "I know what's going on, whatever. Let's keep it a secret from your mom because she'll spend everything straight away. Let's hold it." And then yeah. the week before she's going, because it's a week, she won't be able to spend everything. Yeah tell her so we kept it this big secret so my auntie Steph London was going back and forth yeah. and then the week before she FaceTimed my mom and then they oh, spoke oh that's so sweet yeah it was beautiful so I'm really sorry to hear about your mum this year like how have you been dealing with it um I have I've dealt with it really well mm. because I, that's what I mean about information though I was so lucky in terms of like I had there was a guy called Hussein Manawa. He brought me on tour. Mm. And his mum passed. Mm. And then I got a girl called Jamala around me. Mm. And her mum passed. Oh my gosh, so look I mean, at that. So like, that's what I'm saying. I had yeah. like angels like, yeah. guiding me throughout the whole way. Like, I remember... Um, to help you. I remember um, Hussein, the one I'm telling you about that, his mum passed. He used to just always give me so much information. He used to mm. just be like, but when your mom passes, you are going to turn into a beast. Yeah. If you think you're going hard. And I didn't get what he's saying, but now I get mm. it because I'm going... He's just like, all the fear that you had of like... Yeah. <coughs> having to represent your mom in a certain way and like... Yeah. You still are representing them, but it's not... There's, I can't I can't explain it. Like, yeah. obviously I don't wish it on anyone, but you know what I mean when... Yeah. Actually, people are different, actually. Some people... Someone, into, someone asked me to speak to one of their family members because their mum passed and they've just gone into, like, a shell. So some people really? are different. But I think Hussein sees the ambition in me, so he knew what path yeah. I'm going to take. Yeah. And, like, you can't go either way. But for me, it's just turned yeah. me into a fucking animal. Yeah. And plus, my mum comes in my dreams a lot. Does she? So she she's, still, she's still there. She's still there. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you've been checking my stories, but last week, the week before, when I came out of hospital, mm. I had a dream about an owl. Mm. I saw an owl in my dream. I've never seen an owl in real life or what. Mm. I saw an owl in my dream and I woke up and I went on my story and I was like, who mm. can interpret what is, what's an owl? When, and people were just sending me, like, someone sent me something and it was just saying that when the owl appears in your dreams, it's because someone from the other side is trying to communicate you, communicate with you. After, it, owls only appear after you've been through a dark period. 
Really? And good days are about to come. Yes, uh, yeah. I love that. I won that. an award that week. I won an award literally just last week. What what award was it for again? It the was, creative. Yeah, it was a. First you won it. Yeah, I won it. Oh my gosh, amazing! Yeah, was, yeah. So okay, so Shaka, like your story yeah. has been like incredible, and it's still gonna like be incredible. But like since everything that's happened, I know that you did a TED talk. Yes. That do you know that self love poem by heart? Because um, uh, I, I, I kind of want you to, to, to do a bit of it because it was such a sick poem. I had to, I had to reel it when I, when I listened to it. They say when you love yourself, everything works. But when you don't love yourself, everything hurts. Mm. Your bank accounts hurt you. Relationships hurt you. Mm. You can fall in love and then they'll randomly desert you. Mm. They'll randomly just hurt you. Family members hurt you. You'll keep getting hurt until you decide to revert to mm. self-love. Me, I hated being myself. I avoided mirrors. I really hated seeing myself. Mm-mm. But that self, the self-hate, then it turns into self-doubt. Have you ever thought about something and talked yourself out? Mm. You said you weren't good enough. In your head, you weren't good enough. I used to say I can't a lot. I never said I could enough. Mm. But now I don't hate myself. Now I don't doubt myself. If you don't like me, I know it's not about myself. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's... Yeah, I had that piece for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where to put it. That was perfect. And then when the, when the um, TED Talk opportunity, I was like, yes, right in the beginning. Yeah, perfect. So even if you don't even finish my TED Talk, at least like you that, had that. Piece yeah. you. So I'm How did you get that, that the, t- t- the TED Talk? Jamala and Hussein, that's what I'm saying, my two ah. angels. Jamala... Said your story is her story is incredible. All their stories, I'm gonna yeah, to yeah, her. please her do, story yeah. Is phenomenal, like I need some. Um, yeah, I want to meet them yeah, now. Get her on the yeah, phone. she was like, your story is amazing. Like I'm gonna introduce you to Maryam. Maryam's like the head. I don't know if I should be blowing this up, but yeah. she's like the head of TED Talk. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not thinking. I didn't. Do you know what the blessing for me was? What? I didn't know how big TED Talks was. So you wasn't you, you wasn't so even I, aware. Well, I watch it now, and the way I walk out, it's like, <laughs> like, look at this guy, like I, I think, love it. I love I it though. The fuck? Yeah, yeah. If I knew yeah. now that Bill Gates has got one, and Seth God, I would have. It's thought, oh, massive, yeah, like, so, like God, the way God, it's just beautiful the way. Like yeah. I mean, he knew what my mind's like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I over. I so was you, over yeah. Boy. Even when she was talking to me, saying yeah, so I'm just like, no, I want to put the poem here, and I don't care. And then um, Jamal was like, I'm going to put you in touch with Maryam. Mm. And then, yeah, Mary, I just remember the emails going back and forth and I was just reading it. And then Maryam was like, yeah, I want to meet him. And then she met me just like this. I went to meet her. She had a yeah. pen and pad out. And she was like, all right, we're going to put... She was like, go home and do a, um, do your TED Talk, record it and send it to me and I'll show you how to... Put it together. Put it together. And right. I remember I had my camera and I did the poem. And That's so I sweet. The TED Talk and I sent it to her. She was like, this is perfect. Oh. The only thing you need to do... She asked me to cut out something. Okay. I think I was talking rambling on yeah rambling yeah. on she's like yeah. just because it's 10 minutes they have a timer at the front you can't see but I can see it yeah and then also I told her um, I wanted to do self love I wanted to perform that's yeah. why I said make it a TED party because I was like I've never seen anyone a TED, TED party I don't know if you watch the full thing but it's a bit where I make everyone stand up and I'm yeah, yeah. self love and yeah. I'm like let's turn it from a TED talk into a TED party, party got you. so I was like I've never seen anyone perform it's usually just talking yeah, yeah. and they loved it like I was at the end so like they went through water the whole day and then like, had the party and then that's amazing. Yeah, it, was, it was incredible. So you've done that, which is incredible. I did the what talk else is there? And then I did my headline show. I did three headline shows. Three shows. Where did shows. you do them? First one I did was in birthdays. Okay. Then I did one in 
rich mix. Don't know rich. That is. Okay, yeah. Then I just did my last one in Earth in Hackney. Okay, Hackney. I, I know Earth. Yeah. That's a big location. Yeah. Not the not the theatre one. There's an Earth Kitchen. Oh, Earth, Earth Kitchen. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, did one in Earth Kitchen. So I did three of them. How is it? And uh, it's incredible because like you gotta understand like. Now you know my story yeah. about having a fear to step out by myself and yeah. always having double S there and vertex there. So imagine the growth though. Like yeah. now like, I'm doing a headline show by myself. I'm so proud of you. Do you know you. what I mean? Like, they all coming to see me yeah. and they bought tickets. It's just it's, it's mind blowing in my eyes when I think about it. I love this feeling. Vertex is calling me and then um, yes, yeah, so, but there's so much amazing things that's happened. I when I went viral for the Grenfell piece stuff. Yeah. And gigs reposted it. And I just got to meet gigs. I went to Daddy Kalua's um BAFTA after party. And oh, I yeah. Got to run That's why I got the picture of me and yeah. I got to meet him and tell him. And he was like, oh, oh that's, that's so I love this speech. Yeah, there's, there's just so much things that's happened. The people flew in from Sweden yeah. to um, interview me. For that you. was my blowing as well. That showed me, like... Um, people are here riding for you. Yeah. I love it. That happened. Tony Bellew. Okay. Boxer, what um, happened with him? He follows me on Instagram. <laughs> he, he donated, because I did a GoFundMe for my mum's funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He donated, like, I'm not going to say how much, yeah. but he did his share, his That's amazing. Stuff. Then when Self Love come out, Snoop Dogg posted it. Oh, I've wicked. Saved them up. Like, just, yeah, yeah, just so small, much, so small. Much. These, and the thing so is, much. these small things, take these moments and enjoy them. Like, yeah. enjoy this journey. It's a sick journey yeah. you're going on. Yeah. Like, and I feel like people don't talk enough about their highs and lows. No one has a straightforward, perfect life. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to talk about it and be so open, even when I saw one of your videos on Instagram and you was, you was, you was sections and you was yeah. talking about, yeah, this is my room. This is what I'm oh, at. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, do you know what? I love him. Like, yeah. I just love how you're just open and honest because yeah. this is what life is about. And that's how we learn from each other. Yeah. I respect it so much. Yeah. But um, I guess like what's, what will be good to know is like, what's next for you? So I know you got a song coming out. I got a song called um don't be ashamed okay which is like what you said as well like it's like i know who i am so i know like what i need to do and say yes to you and say no like once you're clear on your identity the whole universe just opens up for you i can't explain it like mm. once you know like my thing is black creatives and yeah. i look for stories and yeah. i will come do you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. we'll clash and yeah. like so that's the, my whole life is like synchronicities like that every single day. Yeah. Every single day, like someone is like, um, so I knew what to do when I got section this time. I knew because yeah. the first two times I got section, I never had my phone. Right. My mum wouldn't let me take my phone because right. she didn't want me to like talk to my friends yeah. and like them influence me. And this time, obviously my mum's passed, so yeah. my auntie don't know how my mum does things. Yeah. So my auntie's like, yeah, here, take your phone. I'm going to be calling you. Yeah. And, like, and But I was so comfortable. I was talking to my and I wouldn't ever, even if my mum gave me my phone the first two times, yeah. I probably wouldn't have messaged her. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was talking to people in there. Yeah. Um, my little cousin was ordering, Food. I haven't posted that yet, but I posted it on my TikTok. I ain't posted it on my Instagram. But my little cousin ordered me like, take away to the ward. I didn't even know you can do that. That's cool yeah, for me as well. I didn't even, I would have never yeah. thought of like... What, what happens when, when you're being sectioned? Like, what takes place? Where, like, where can you go? What are the rules? Oh, like? you can go out like for like half an hour, but someone has to escort you. Oh, is it? Around. So it depends. Like, it depends how well they think you are. Right. If you're not that, if they don't think you're that well, they'll just take you around the hospital for a little walk. Yeah. If you're like, they think you're that well, they'll take you around the area and I didn't even go out. You just in my mind, I was like, I know how my mind is now so I was like if they take me out 
bringing me back in is going to make me depressed. Right. Because I'm going to like be exposed to outside. And yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Go home. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just want my leave when I leave. Yeah, yeah. That's when I want to come out. So, um, I think I went out once. They have to right. take you. Out. They have to take you out once just to see how you respond. Yeah, yeah. To, to outside. To outside. Yeah. And then that was it. And I went home. But yeah, my little cousin ordered food to the ward. That's, that's when I knew. Like, and there's another piece that I'm missing. Before I got sectioned this yeah. last time. I jumped on TikTok in it, but yeah. um, I'm just like one of those priyas on there. Right? Yeah. I saw a video on there and she was talking about set a theme for your life. Mm-hmm. So maybe your theme is I'm going to make more money. Yeah. That's going to be your theme for that year. Mm-hmm. So every decision you make is going to be to make more money. Yeah. Me like an idiot, not an idiot, but subconsciously, I'm happy I made yeah. the decision. I saw that video and I was like, oh, I know what I want my theme to be. I want to grow. <laughs> oh. But... Here like, we are. Here we grow. I was like, I want to grow. Yeah. And I got to like, oh, you want to grow, yeah? This is what I'm going to do to make you grow. You think you've grown, but there's still a lot of subconscious beliefs you had. Yeah. I'm going to bring them all to the surface. Yeah. 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 You're going to lose your mind. It's going to be scary. You're going to get sectioned. Because this is the thing. Oh, this is another piece I'm missing as well. Um, Obviously, I went through my whole paranoid schizophrenia phase again. Yeah. You know, I was saying the VR thing, yeah? And... Um, this is, I'm so happy I remember this. Because usually when I go through this phase, I don't remember anything. Yeah. I heard a voice in my head. It was my mm. cousin's voice in Nigeria. Mm, this is what I probably remember it, yeah? Mm. And it said that I'm going to die, yeah? Listen to this. And I've got two options of how I'm going to die. Mm. It's either someone outside is going to stab me in mm. my chest. But I've got a little cousin as well called Paul Erehan. You can type his name on Google. His case was all over the newspapers. He mm. was that in his chest. And then it's always said, you can go to a building and jump. This is how I got sectioned the last time. Bro. This is this is all facts. So I told my auntie, I want to commit suicide. She what? said, how? I said, I want to jump. Because I'm thinking I'm not taking the other option. So I said, I want to... My auntie asked me... My auntie said, this was in the dream. This is real life. This is not in the dream. No, no, no. I mean, like, who told... Like, these voices, they just happened when oh, this you... is what I heard while I was, like, on the brink of being Be- paranoid right, again. Right, I and see. And then, um... But, now I'm thinking back on it. Remember I told you, when I go through that phase, it mm. plays on my fears. Right. And this is what I was saying about when I said I want to grow. Yeah. So what God was saying is that I'm going to bring the last of your fears to the surface yeah. for you to deal with them. So maybe subconsciously, I had fears of like yeah. being attacked or yeah. suicide. Suicide was because it's, 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 it's been in the back of my mind. Not in the back of my mind as like I want to do it. But mm. when I was sectioned, mm. you have, everyone has those thoughts of like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I keep going through this. Yeah, yeah. So I think God has said, I want you to deal with that. I want you to deal, deal with, with that. This is how you're going to deal with it. Yeah. So anyway, look at this now, yeah? My auntie's like, because well, I weren't talking. Promise me you'll never do that though, please. No, no, like, my heart is like beating. No, no, like, I won't, I won't, please. No, no, I won't. So my, my auntie, this is what made me sad as well. When I first came out of hospital, yeah. recently, my DJ came to check me. Yeah. And he was like, your auntie told me that you wasn't talking. Yeah. Because I wasn't talking. I was, right. just, I was. I I didn't want to say no words. I wasn't talking. My auntie was like, "You wasn't." My DJ was like, "It was sad to hear that. Like, you just wasn't talking to. Cause I wasn't talking to no one." Right. And then, my auntie said to me, "You're not talking. So what do you want to do?" And I said, "I want to kill myself." And she was like, "How do you want to?" She responded, um, "Obviously, mm. she said, how do you want to do it?'" And I told her, "I want to mm. do it." Mm. And then she's like, "I got phone. She phoned the hospital and said, 'Ah, oh, I've got to take you in. Like, the way you're talking, what you're saying.'" 
I don't. She was, she was doing everything not to take me because my auntie hates it. Because mm. when I came out recently, my auntie was like, the reason why I don't want to take you is because every time you have a breakdown, your brain tissues get softer. She was saying they get weaker or something like that. And mm. I, I don't want you to like strain your tissues or mm. whatever. So my auntie's like, I'm taking you into the hospital to get sectioned. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if I didn't jump off the building, what was the second option? Mm, get stabbed in there. So, I'm, but my auntie don't know this. Imagine mm. it's just the paranoia. My auntie don't know this. Yeah. So my auntie said, I'm taking you into hospital. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm fucked. Someone's going to stab you. Because the place yeah. you're taking me to, mm. if they do that, it's okay. Not okay, but it makes sense. Because they're not like in the right mind. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to make sense. If you get a call, mm. oh, come and connect your cousin, something... Like, yeah, so yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I'm finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine, yeah, takes me to hospital. The day I come in, obviously, when you when they're taking me to your room, yeah. you're going past all the patients, yeah? There was this big you yeah. just looking at me while I'm going past. I'm like, oh. in my mind, I'm like, I'm not coming out of my room. Yeah. I didn't sleep that night, you know? First two nights, you're I didn't scared. sleep. Yeah, I didn't, I, every time I doze off, because my door was just there, yeah. I'll, like, wake up. And I remember, like, you can't fight sleeping it. So eventually... Yeah. I just dozed up. I remember I woke up in the morning, and this was paranoid because I was like, "Am I like am I, am I alive? Yeah, what's or, ha- what yeah, happened? Yeah. So like, it took wow, a, yeah, that's crazy. That's what I'm it took a while to gain my. Do you then, pray? Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot, okay. a lot, and that's what balances me out. Yeah. So I was like, "This has to make. This is gonna. It's gonna come full. So it's gonna make sense." Yeah. So anyway, I come out of my room. Remember the big guy I was telling you about? Yeah. He's like, bro. I never thought, because he's like my next door. Yeah. He's like, I never thought I'd be sharing a room with Shocker from Marvel. Oh. That's what snapped me out of it. I'm like, what? Oh. I'm thinking, I'm scared of him, thinking yeah. he's going to like. Oh, bless. And, he's like, and then he starts playing me like my free, like oh. my Because there's a music room in it. And me and him become, even when I left, it was an emotional, like, it was, he was, because he was going out for his um, walk. And I was get, I was like, bro, I might not see you when you, because I was about to leave. Did you change details? No, I took his. We followed each other on Instagram. Okay, okay. So I know he's probably looking at my Instagram, seeing me win the award, thinking. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So like, it was emotional. I was like, bro, so good to meet. I know I came in, there. and I know yeah. I came in there to meet him for a reason because yeah. we, we wrote a song together. Yeah. And the song we wrote, I'm his good side. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like he was telling me how he got in there and like right. he's got so much beef on the outside. He said he feels safe for being in there. Wow. There's so much beef he's got on the outside. Right. And he's got a son and so I wrote this verse yeah. being his good side, just saying like come out of here and like dead yeah. the beef and change everything and mm. so that's maybe like it's weird, like mm. what I was meant to just to talk to him. Do you know what I mean? Like God does things like that. Yeah. He'll take you for a crazy path mm. just to talk to someone mm. and then reroute. Yeah. And then like, yeah. so as soon as I got my phone, my auntie gave me my phone, I knew what to do. I was like, wow, my hate was kidding me. I was like, Sorry, I've got to um, document this. I was like, I have to document this because like, when I got sectioned the first two times, I wasn't the mental health advocate then. Yeah. That I mean, I didn't yeah. have to live it and prove yeah. it. I was like the person that got sectioned, but no one saw when I got sectioned. Right. They just heard the stories. Yeah. I was like, now that I'm here, I've got two. This is where my. This is why I'm getting so blessed at the moment because I think this is my test. Mm. It was either because no one knew I got sectioned. Mm. Don't forget, no one knew. Yeah, yeah. I just did my headline show, then my mom's funeral, and then everyone's waiting to mm. see. They just knew What's that next? I wasn't posting. Yeah. So I had two options. It's either I got sectioned, mm. come out, mm. and pretend that nothing happened, mm. or 
because my album is called Vulnerabilities. This is how it all ties in. Mm. My album that I just finished, that I got signed for, is called Vulnerabilities. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Mm. And my whole album, I'm preaching about like mm. how cool it is, like to be open and accept yeah, your circumstances. Yeah. So God's like, oh, that's the message you want to preach to the people. I'm going to put you in a real life situation and see if you're really going to do that. Yeah. And if you really do do that, I've got something amazing for you on the other side. But if you don't, then you're just talking for the sake of talking. Yeah. So he put me in a situation where I had to be the most vulnerable I've ever been. And did he get signed after or before that? Before that. Okay. But, um, so obviously I documented it and I did that, um, the tour thing when mm. I say section tour and the yeah. room and all of that. And like, um, I wrote a poem book while I was there. You know, Tupac's got a book called A Rose That Grew From The Concrete mm-hmm. where they put all these poems together. Mm. So I was like, I would love to do that. Like, while I'm here, let me just write all my thoughts. And mm. I wrote a poem book. And then I come out. Obviously, I got released two, three weeks ago. Mm. First week out of window, I saw that. I had, that's, that's amazing. What I'm saying. That's an up. That's, that's amazing. First week out, I had the dream of Wonder I'm Award. So happy and then um, just last week, I got a book deal for the poem. Oh! We've got a poem book yeah, coming out. Oh my gosh. Yes, I'm yeah. so so. You can add author, poet, yeah. everything to yeah. your name. Well yeah. done. This makes me so happy. Yeah, so I come home. Oh. There's a mental health charity I work for called Beyond. Big up okay. Beyond, they're incredible. And I just hit her up and I was like, I was writing poems while I was in, while I was section. The book's called A Section of My Life. Right. And I was like, I was writing poems while I was section, just about that section of my life. Mm. Do you reckon you can send it to any publishers? She was like, send me the poems and I'll see what I can do. She sent me back this beautiful email of like, they're just losing their mind the same. Oh. And then, yeah, I sent it to my manager. And my manager just kept quiet and saying nothing to me. I hit him up last week, like, yo, what's going on with this? Um, the publishers I sent you, he was like, look, I've been trying not to tell you, but it's going to be a worldwide deal. Your book's going to be in Belgium, America. Oh my yeah, gosh, that's so sick. Sorry, I just screamed on the mic, but yeah, no, oh my gosh. Look at this. Yeah, uh, look at that. Yeah. You turn a situation yeah. that was that's typically da- like down and ugly, and you've now got a book deal. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking, that's sick. Yeah. Well yeah. done. He was, he was like, I'm, I'm so happy about for this you. And your music. He was like, I'm more excited about this than your music. So, yeah, while I was sectioned, <laughs> before I got section assigned to Virgin, yeah. I was going to release a song called Good Girl, Bad Timing. It was like a little Afro, yeah. nice song. Yeah. But I had a song called Don't Be Ashamed on my album. Yeah. Soon as I got section, I was like, I know what to do. I called my manager. I was like, I know we're about to release this song. We've got to change it to Don't Be Ashamed. It yeah. has to, that, that's the, I was listening to the song. Yeah, yeah. I listened to the lyrics. I was like, oh my God, this is, I just knew. Everything right. just became clear. I was like, switch the songs now. And I was like, I know what the video is going to be. You know what Kanye did for Through the Wire? But he showed like yeah. a real a car yeah. accident. I was like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna document while I'm in here. And that's the and that's I'll the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. gonna be the music wicked, video. Wicked, wicked, wicked. I can't yeah. wait. Getting yeah, a preview. I, I just knew I was like, don't be ashamed is next. That wicked. has to be like the foundation for this album. Like, yeah. when you look back in the years to come, you remember, I remember his first song, don't yeah. Like Through the Wire, weren't kind of his biggest song, yeah. but it was the most impactful. That was the one yeah. that like made everyone turn their heads, like, yeah. yo. So yeah, everything, Sick. Yeah, everything just, Sick. Yeah, so everything. book deal, you just got signed, yeah. you got a new song coming out, Don't Be Ashamed. Mm-hmm. Anything else we can look forward to? Any more tours, festivals, anything? Um, if not, yeah, if I've got, festi- got a few festivals. Mm-hmm. I've got a festival in August. Oh, which one? It's, um, uh, what's the festival called? 
I'll show you the flyer anyway. Yeah, she yeah, showed um, it to me. David Rodigan is the headline act. He's okay. like a big like, DJ. I've heard of him before, yeah. yeah. So I've got a few festivals. Um, yeah, everything's just, everything's just lining up. You've had yeah. like a journey. Like this is more, I know usually guys, I usually do just career journeys and professional journeys, but you've had a life, yeah. a real life journey, including like professionalism yeah. and your careers changed and developed yeah. over time, like organically. It's completely different. Through your journey, yeah. through your story. It's, it's It's incredible. It's completely different. And it all, it all started from a prayer that I made in Nigeria. What was the this prayer? whole when journey, was like, um, I went to, I said, I said this when I got my award the other day. Mm. When I went boarding school, remember I told you I went boarding yeah, school. Yeah. My auntie's like, my mum was like telling me to like spend time with different aunties, yeah. aunties, and then pick which one I want to like actually stay with. Because once yeah. I made that decision, that's it. So I remember I was like spending a week at this auntie's house with my grandma. There's one auntie I went mm. spent a week with my mum's sister, mm. and then she was taking me to church like every. And right. I just loved her routine, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, this is the idea I want to stay with." So I picked her. That was divine. Anyway, she took me to a church service of her one day, yeah. and the pastor was talking about the the topic of the church, the service that day was confidence, and he was talking about yeah. you know you can make a confident with God. It's a promise that you make between God that mm. what you do on your end, then mm. you do on His end. Mm. And I remember being a kid, and I was just like. So innocently, well, I was like, you know what, God, I just want to help one day, you know. Yeah. I just want to, you know, do your work and help out someday. So innocently. And I think I also said, if you help with my music. And I remember <laughs> yeah. I was, was gassed to music. So I'm hearing the pastor talking about making the promise to me. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I was like, yeah, yeah. Go Bruv. And I look at my life now and I'm like, look, look, at, look at what God's done. Yeah, when like, you ask, he makes, gives. Yeah, I was like, it all makes, obviously I didn't, and I know it's that yeah. prayer because... I didn't choose mental health for myself. Yeah. It's not a choice that no one will make. Yeah. The choice I would have made is by 25, make sure I've got my mansion. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And my, like all of us. And all of us. I never Family. Chose, I would have never everything. chose to be sectioned. Yeah. So the fact that like in 2022, I've been sectioned, but in the world, it's heavily based on mental health. Mm. I can't plan that. That's divine. Yeah. That's like something way bigger than me. Yeah, I didn't know. I went telling people, oh, guess what? In 2022, everyone's going to be talking about mental health and that my story is going to fit in. Because yeah. I had no... I didn't even know... In fact, yeah, this is where it's it's more of a big shock. I'm... In terms of, like, how I was mm-hmm. younger, mm. I'm the last candidate to be even speaking about this. Like, if you tell some of my school friends mm. that shock is a mental health advocate, they're like, what shocker? The shocker that used to laugh at people with... Do you know what I mean? Like, mm, mm, So it's amazing how it's just... It's, it's how just, how yeah. life is taking you through, yeah, through this how, journey yeah, as well. It's, yeah, it's just, and and it seems like you've allowed like organic life experiences to happen and you're like... I, like, I like this attitude because you know some like there's some people that kind of are fixated on things happening in a certain way and if it doesn't happen and that's probably what gets them a bit upset. But you've, you've been like, okay, cool, this is happening. Let me ride with it. Let me see where it takes me. And I think that's the best approach yeah. that you can take to life. Yeah. You know? I am like that because I know like... Um it's like I tell my DJ, I have this joke, I tell my DJ, I'm like, I'm God's biggest fan. I just Aww. like seeing the way he works. I love God as well. Yeah. The reason why I like that mentality is because, like, I'm always excited to see how he's going to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of how I'm going to do something. Do you know what I mean? God, like, listen, I he's always, amazing. I, that's why I say I'm his biggest fan. Like, the book yeah. deal. I'm like, so what I like to do is, like, kick back. And just watch him do See how it happens. 
and then go back on how he did it. Yeah. You know I mean? Because I don't know how it's going to happen, but I can, yeah. that's what hindsight is beautiful. Yeah. You can go back. So the book there, I'm like, oh my God. Look at that. So if I didn't get section, then this I would have never wrote the poems. And then this wouldn't have happened. And I'm like, I just love how you work. Yeah. So I just love being yeah. able to go back yeah. to see it. Exactly. You know I mean, I'm a big fan, like, that's super fan, man. That's exactly exactly. Yeah, I, I, I had mean, to be, I, had to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write the book while I was like, why am I writing the poem book when I've got my yeah, album and music? Yeah. And the best part about it, I don't write in general. I, in general, yeah. I haven't asked all my friends. I'm like, Shocker just goes in and does his thing. Mm. So for me to get my phone out, well, you just lyrics, you just rap in the studio. Like I formulate it in my head. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm not like great to just freestyle it, but like I'll go up and now I'll make it up in my head and then right. do it like right. on some crazy genius shit like. So for me to actually have all that time to like go on my phone and I've got them right, I've got the poems. I've got, okay. I'll, I'll read you, let me read one now. Yeah, read that'll one be, of them. Let's, let's, have, so like, let's have a story, like one of them. So one of them is called Impact. Wait, hold on. Can you do like, I've, I haven't had a dub before, so I want a dub. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, want, I want a dub, guys, even though I'm not a radio host or whatever. Just say, hey, I'm here with Alicia Latoya, Black Crate so. Connect, and then you start it. That's it. Listen, <laughs> you're listening to Shocker right now, yeah? I'm here with Alicia, yeah? Black creatives. Don't ever forget it. <laughs> yes. This is my poem. It's called Impactful Legacy. And it goes, I pray my legacy has a ripple effect. And my great grandkids, kids, kids get triple the respect. Mm. Like Bob Marley when he walked the earth. He did so much good that his surname tripled in worth. I've even got his face tat on my shoulder. Oh, wow. I've even got his face tat on my shoulder. And what blows my mind is I'm spreading the same message now I'm older. Mm. He ain't alive, but he's made things better. I pray when I die that my life still makes things better. When I say impact, this is what I mean. It's crazy how your story can change the trajectory for another human being. Christ never built buildings, but he built people. And then people build people that build people. So if they don't build a statue to remember me, I know in their hearts of the people is where I build my legacy. That's sick. Yeah. That is so sick. And how many poems do you, do you have in the book? About 20. Okay. That's... It's going to be like a journal. So okay. what I've done, so say like that one called Impactful Legacy. Yeah. That would be a poem. And then, then like, a writing like, bit. There'll be questions like, have uh, you thought about your legacy? You think about your legacy? What does legacy mean to you? So it gets... That is so good. Yeah, and then at so, the end, they'll have a section of your life. Send it to me. When it's out, yeah. I'll purchase it, like, and I'll share it as well. Like, I think that that, that that'll be sick. I mean... Obviously, guys, we've heard a lot from Shocker today. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, how much time is that? Like, <laughs> it's like... Is that the time? Is that... I feel like it's been longer. I feel like it's been longer than that. Uh, I thought it was I like hope... two, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I like Most episodes are like between 45 minutes to an hour. My first oh, yeah, one... Yeah, we went, we went yeah, my first one was about an hour and a half. So... But I mean... But do you know what? You had a lot of good things to yeah, share. Sure. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of learnings from you yeah. and inspiration that comes from you as well. Yeah. But... Um, thank And thank you so much for being so open. Yeah, Even though that's, that's you there. So I don't know. It wasn't special for me yeah, yeah. But, but but thank you for taking time yeah, out yeah. to come show your journey but I wasn't always like this I mean that's yeah. what I'm trying to show I'm trying yeah. to say like you can grow yeah going back to the theme I chose I mean when I uttered yeah. it like, I, like when I uttered it innocently 
when I uttered innocently in church that I wanted to help. Do you know what's crazy? Way I uttered again, I want to grow. And yeah. Do you know what's crazy? That's the theme for the church that I go to. That's the theme from this for, for this year. Here we grow. Is it? Yeah, that's the you theme. See what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, mean, so. yeah. And even when you're talking about, um, I guess you talking to God and God always taking you through things. There was a verse that I shared on my Instagram story um, yesterday from Isaiah, and it was talking about when you go through fire, when you go through situations, you won't get burnt. Like He won't allow you to actually get yeah. burnt. You'll come through it at the end. And I'm like, and and that's the mindset that God gives us. I mean, for those that are not believers. <laughs> jump on it <laughs> because I'm telling you the, the way God has our back and he protects us and yeah. he gives us you know visions and he gives us insight into life it's incredible and he's done it with you yeah. as well and I just want to say like the fact I think people also um, underestimate the power of bad or negative situations because I feel like I would have done this if I didn't have a bad situation at work where I felt like I was being discriminated against yeah, yeah. I wouldn't it's true I wouldn't. So is it actually a bad situation though? It's what it's, well, then, well, then it's, it's not. Exactly. It's a redirection. Yeah. That's what it is. Like, and we've done that. But um, I'm going to probably play um, your song, the it's um, Vent 2, yeah. for the outro so people can listen to it and vibe to it wherever you are. Um, any last words you want to say to anyone out there? I want to say you lot keep supporting Alicia. Yeah. Oh, thank you. She's incredible. She's doing her thing. I don't know if she wants me to say this, but she's actually by herself here. <laughs> I respect that. That is commendable. <laughs> you know what I mean? To like, um, I know what that is like when you just go into the wilderness and just, just pursue your vision. And like, I know how much pressure you have from home. Yeah. Um, your partner, if you have one, if you don't have one, <laughs> if you have one, He's then out you have the pressure of like, is this really working? What are you doing? Yeah. And if you don't have one, then you have the pressure of like, how much time am I going to be chasing this when I could be building like my real life? Yeah. So I understand both sides. So I just want to send you love. Um, Thank you. And yeah, I just wish you all the best. Thank just hope you. you. Keep growing too. Oh, you're gonna get me emotional. <laughs> so now I get emotional. Thank you, babe. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate your time. And yeah, guys, I'll see you on the next episode. Enjoy. If the- you never had a top ten, you know, single or anything like that, you know right. what I'm saying? I think the, the I think this is. This week was the highest his one of his projects ever debuted on Billboard. It was right. at like number two. Right. But that's a testament to, you know, it's really not about record sales. Yeah. It's really not about hit records. It's really about the impact you can just make on people. Yeah. That's one thing that I think people um we, we forget to realize, you know, we're so we're so such a numbers era. Yeah. You know what I mean? That people gonna people not gonna really remember your record sales, they're not gonna really remember, you know. What, what your songs charted Yeah But they will remember How you made them feel Thank you Look Impact over numbers How do I spread that message Across the youngsters I'm trying to influence A generation amongst us That's all about clout If Jesus was alive What would be in his account I don't know the exact amount I just know after he died I still hear his name about Legacy That's what it's about I'm trying to leave a legacy Before I sign out Ooh Impact over numbers I should get that printed on all my t-shirts and jumpers And speaking about numbers, man, my last EP Conscious crud peaks at number three But for me it weren't about where it charted It was more about trying to touch people right where their heart is Ah, I did a motherfucking TED talk And I turned that shit into a TED party And after my talk, a woman in a wheelchair that couldn't really walk Wanted to stand and applause A girl had tears in her eyes 
She was crying while she was sharing her thoughts She said when she came to the place she was depressed But after she heard my talk she feels blessed Yes, impact over numbers I'm screaming this shit with my chest My boy asked me if I'm blessed I said yes He didn't know that I was deeply depressed My mother told me that her cancer spreading close to her chest And they're saying she's got a little time left Fuck I just did a show in New York, what a fucking test I guess while I'm living my best life My mum's about to get taken off to the next life She came home crying She told me that she's dying I looked in her face like she's lying She told me that I better start preparing I looked around the room like I must have lost my hearing I couldn't believe what I heard You mean to tell me that my mum's about to leave this fucking earth? You mean the woman that pushed me out of belly is about to leave me forever? I am so not ready I'm thinking about rappers that lost their parents already How did Kanye deal with it? How did Nas deal with it? Did they even deal with it? Are they still dealing with it? Do you have to vent with a pen? I've been to three mental homes, I cannot go again But I can feel a breakdown coming I can feel a breakdown coming When you see me do not say nothing Just let me vent Vent, 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 vent. Just let me vent, 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 vent. Thank you so I love this idea of deep listening because oftentimes when someone comes to you and they want to really vent, they want to purge whatever is going on inside them, people start talking and giving advice. So if you allow the person just to let whatever those feelings are to come out and then at another time come back to them with your advice or your comments, you would, you would experience a, a, a deeper healing. 